Well, if there's one thing we know for sure, it's that Super Wild Card Weekend is both really awesome and absolutely atrocious. Uh, welcome to Objectively Wrong, presented by the Next Men Up. As always, I'm John. That's a team. Six games, none of them especially good. I'm air quoting good, even though they were all close. With the exception of the Jacksonville San, uh, San Diego. Jacksonville. They'll go back uh, to San Diego after that. Los Angeles tenants uh, <laughs> game. That was, I mean, that was a nightmare. We'll talk about that. But uh, what, what did we, I feel like the weekend was a fever dream. I don't even remember it. <laughs> I, I barely, I barely remember these games. The, the, the whole game was a mess. The whole se- the whole weekend was a mess. You, you, I don't think anybody was especially shocked by any of the outcomes. Yeah. Like, New York was a, quote-unquote, underdog, but nobody thought they were losing. <laughs> and, I mean, I think we actually were 100% on our, like, game picks. No, we weren't. We picked Tampa. We did pick Tampa. That's yeah. true. We thought Tampa would put up a, a fight. We thought Tampa would, you know. By the way, I've never seen it before in my life. With, but obviously, for those that watch, Brett Maher missed four PATs in a row. I have never in my life seen a team score four touchdowns and only be up three scores. I've never I, seen that in my life. I have never seen a team continue to go to a kicker after he's missed so many kicks. Yeah, I, I, there, there can't be a good reason. And, and Brett Maher still has a job. Oh, yeah, but they signed someone to a practice squad spot. Did they? Yeah. I didn't see that. I just – it's just like the, the hilarity of the situation is Tampa played so bad that McCarthy felt comfortable letting his kicker go through the yips during the game. <laughs> yeah, push – I mean, it was right, right, left, right. And the right one the, – the last one doinked. Like, these are not – they were – they weren't especially close kicks. Um, yeah, I guess I guess McCarthy was like, "You're gonna you're gonna find a way through it. We're just gonna <laughs> muscle through this. We're just gonna power through, see what happens." And uh, didn't really improve all that much. Yeah, McCarthy- Tampa T- Tampa succeeded on a, on a onside kick. Yeah, <laughs> and then Tom Brady missed a wide open Mike Evans, or Mike Evans multiple times. So yeah. there were two. I mean, listen, the one before. Remember the pass for the half where he yeah. just airmailed Evans. If you airmail Mike Evans, you're the problem. He is six <laughs> five. He is six foot five. What are you doing? Uh, and then he missed him on the go route at the end of the game. A ball Mike Evans probably should have reeled in. Would have been helpful. Wasn't the easiest catch either, huh? Been helpful for us if he did. <laughs> well, we've missed other things. Uh, go to hell, KJ Osborne. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, honestly, go to hell me because I hedged and we picked the wrong KJ Osborne after we talked ourselves out of the one. We still would have missed that one by this much. I'm still angry CD dropped the first two passes of the game. <laughs> we would have lost that one too. It wouldn't yeah, have We would have hit on everything but Mike Evans' touchdown. You understand? And Zeke. And Zeke. And Zeke. Oh, yeah. Zeke needed a TD too. Man, Zeke, talk about a running back falling off. Like he's when it, when he touches the ball, I'm like not concerned. Is Every he times he? No, not yet. Because like there's this free agent class for running backs 
has Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs. <laughs> and Miles Sanders. And, and Miles Tony Sanders. Pollard. Yeah. So, isn't it crazy? Zeke is, it's actually a ridiculous running back class. Zeke is – so the contract is six for 90, which is – that couldn't be a worse contract. <laughs> he so there is an out, and okay. th- he's definitely getting the out. All right, so, so they're going to kick him to the curb and re-sign Tony Paul. So if he's cut, they save they eat eleven and a half dead, but they save roughly five. The cuts now, so they'll cut. You you have to make that cut. You can't. There's no justification otherwise. His cap hit, if they don't cut him, is six, is almost seventeen. He has to go. 17 million. Yeah, it's roughly 17. He's gone. He's very, very gone. So you'll eat your dead cap and be done with it, and he'll go somewhere else. Or he won't. <laughs> but he, he won't be a cowboy next year. I'd be shocked if he was. I'll be shocked let's, if he was under that contract. Let's stick to this game because we've already talked about Zeke. Uh, Tom Brady. Very possibly the next Raiders quarterback looked atrocious. <laughs> you know, I, I, I and, and this is going to sound absolutely wild coming from me. Yeah. He didn't look good, but he didn't look incompetent. You know, you know what it was, though? He looked like he needed help. <laughs> okay, sure. The offensive line's crap. That's. The O-line is bad. It's and not going to get any better. But if you have a team that cannot even threaten the run, you get what you saw. My thing is, what I saw was, he's what, 47 now? I don't know. He's about 47, a 48, 49, 50. He's not that I think he's 46. <laughs> which is still insane, by the way. <laughs> he's 45. He's going to be 46 uh, when next year begins. Okay, I saw a soon-to-be 46-year-old who realized his body can't take hits like he used to. So instead of sitting in the pocket and throwing a football that he would get hit on, he ducked and covered, which, again, he's 46. <laughs> We've well, been ducking and covering for a very long time. Yeah, but, like, it, like it's the fact of the matter is the man's body is old in football standards. doesn't matter how many. His body's 45 and a half. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many avocados you eat. Um. How many strawberries you avoid. <laughs> and I'm just really not looking forward to that in my quarterback <laughs> next year. I mean, listen, he, here, here's the thing. And, and and here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll say as a, as a football fan. Tom Brady on the Raiders will provide a better result than Derek Carr on the Raiders. Next year. This past year. Probably. Right. Tom Brady on the Raiders probably yields a similar, if not somewhat better, result than Tom Brady on Tampa. Here's why. You really going to say that to me? I am. (laughs) Because I think Tampa Bay's got a much better defense. It has nothing to do with that. The wide receivers are better. It has nothing to do with that. First of all, WR1 advantage Raiders. Yeah. There's no question about about that. WR2. Hold on. Hold on. TE1, if you hold Waller, you win. Yeah. WR2 advantage them, of course, but Renfro is such a Brady target that 
it almost for a matchup perspective makes sense because consider the fact that it's McDaniel's playbook again. Mm-hmm. So Renfro's gonna probably gonna eat in that situation. Renfro's gonna be WR1 next year. Let me just make it clear. De- Devontae Adams is gonna be traded in October for like an O-lineman. Like it's not, he's not gonna matter. But um and the O-line, I mean, O-line dear God, works. you need more of it. But O-line what works, isn't it? Tampa's O-line was bad this year. I mean, it was hurt. It was bad. You know, I saw I saw something that I need you to check. Apparently, mm-hmm. Colton Miller was PFF's number four tackle. I don't it, believe that he was. I've watched the tape. I don't buy it either. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't I, think I, I don't think he played bad, but it was definitely not a. I, I think he was ranked over Jordan Mailata, and I am the last person to play favorites when it comes to O line. Jordan Mailata is quite obviously better than he is. Like, there's no, it, it's not close. And it's it, part of it's probably just because Jordan Mailata is a, a, like a, a, a literal U.S. military tank come to life. But Colts not that actual, great. He has an actual NFL guard next to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got Landon Dickerson, who I I am going to write if if I am right about no other draft picks the rest of my life, I will always hang my hat on the fact that everyone else is like Landon Dickerson's hurt. He's not going to be that great. And I'm like Pro Bowl. Two years, book it, and here he is. <laughs> Pro Bowl, year two, book it, and here he is. Um, yeah, just like that, he's one of the best four guards in the NFL. Um, yeah, it's almost like it was obvious to me. So do you but, want to take the time to examine, like, the Brady fit in Las Vegas? There's only one team that fits him. It is Vegas. Byron left with fire. Not officially. Not officially, but it's like not officially to appease Brady. Here's the other thing I'm going to say, and I cannot believe I'm saying this. Okay, Josh McDaniels is a better coach than Todd Bowles. I don't know. That's not because Josh McDaniels is a good coach. I think Todd Bowles is atrocious. I can't. I, can't, I, I don't think you know. I don't like Josh McDaniels. It's very. I'm on record saying I think McDaniels is a bad coach. Todd Bowles should be fired. There, there's no world. I can't. What we Todd Bowles has had three different head coaching jobs. I think bad. Everyone Miami he interimed. Wasn't it Jets or was he? It... He, he interimed Miami. He yeah. headed the Jets, and now he's heading Tampa. He's been bad each time. He at no point was good. He's just, and his defenses are never that good either. I I don't get it. I don't get it. When, when Arians quit, it became clear that there was probably a culture problem. But, man, Bruce Arians, I did not realize how much better than Todd Bowles Bruce Arians was as a coach. I didn't realize that. But what I love seeing across the league now is that everybody's starting to give more credit to coaching. Mm-hmm. And you and that's that. – Well, a lot, of t- a lot of people are. <laughs> you say that, but I want to tell you something that happened today. Go ahead. Nathaniel Hackett's getting an interview for offensive coordinator. <laughs> but he's not being a head coach. <laughs> Just because you're a bad head coach doesn't mean you're a bad coordinator. Yeah, okay. Can we- Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz. Not a great head coach. Pretty good D.C. He got the D.C. job in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He just got the D.C. job. I, you can – these are not situ- – I just destroyed a pen. Um, these are not um, – you don't – if you're a bad head coach, it doesn't make you a bad coach. Rod Marinelli has been a capable assistant coach in this league for the last like decade, but he he head coached that 0-16 Lions team. Like that's because he's a bad coach. I mean, it's just it's not he's a bad head coach. 
So Josh McDaniels, I think, is an okay OC and a bad head coach. Matt Patricia, bad at everything. <laughs> Joe Judge, bad at everything. Don't worry, they're going for Bill O'Brien now. He's a good OC. We'll see if they actually get him, though, because Bill O'Brien is the number one target for a lot of people. Let's move on. Next game. What was the next one? Let's do San Francisco, because there will be quick also. San Francisco played Seattle and ended the game. Yeah, Seattle was competitive in this game for a bit, and then they weren't because Geno Smith is still Geno Smith. But I'm going to give Seattle mad props. Because Seattle did not, quote-unquote, deserve to be here this year. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought they were going to be capable. No one thought they were going to be competitive in any game. And they were over 500 and the seven seed in the NFC. And, and they played a tight wild card game against a really good San Fran team. And they're in position to get what? Carter or Anderson? What pick are they, four? Yeah. They're not going to have to move up. They're going to get one of them. You're going to get one of them. Yeah. Picks one and two are going to be quarterbacks. Yeah. Chicago is moving that pick. There's no way Chicago doesn't move pick one. There's no way. There's just no way. No, Seattle probably the Colts. Winner. Oh, Seattle wins. Seattle wins in such a big way this year because they had a very good season. Their secondary is very good oh, yeah. again. <laughs> and, you know, now they have a ton of draft capital. Hell yeah. And they have a decent quarterback. And a good coach. Mm-hmm. A better, better really good coach. <laughs> now, I've always been on Pete Carroll's side. No, but no. I did not. I didn't think he'd be this good. <laughs> you, were, you were ready to throw him out like I was. <laughs> I was ready to throw him out. I thought he was ready to go. <laughs> but no, he just wanted Russell out. <laughs> he just wanted Russ the fuck out. He got it. So yeah, Denver Brock, has no picks. Brock Purdy continues to impress. At some point, we should have the conversation about Trey Lance, John, your favorite quarterback. What conversation? He's leaving. He's probably going to be a Titan. Because the Titans trading him. Well, the, 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 what, what I don't. Th- I don't think they trade him next year. Why not? Uh, His value has never been higher. His value will not be higher than it is right now. I honestly think because Jimmy's gone. Yep. You need a second quarterback. Sure. I think they both. Why not a veteran? I think they both enter the offseason. Maybe. They'll both Which, enter by, the, by the way, speaking about uh, a, what about a veteran, if Brock Purdy wasn't looking this good, Tom Brady was a Niner. It was, it's clear as day to me. I mean, the Niners can easily just give Gardner Minshew $7 million for a year. Like, it's that it, you don't need Trey Lance. Gardner Minshew's played like, I, I'm saying Gardner Minshew is just a blanket statement of backup QBs. <laughs> He's played NFL snaps. He started in this league. Trey Lance didn't really show much when he played, and then he got hurt, and he was a high draft pick, and he counts against the cap, and his value's never been higher, and you could probably get top-end capital for him. Get him the hell out. What do You're you not going to use him. He's not your starter. What do you think you can get for him? Fringe one. You could get a fringe you one. You could get a one for him? Potentially. For the right buyer. Tennessee's a good buyer. Tennessee just hired for their new GM, a guy from San Fran that had a hand in picking Lance. It's a natural fit. I don't know. I just I understand Brock Purdy's playing great. He is. I understand that we both were in love with Purdy. We both like Brock Purdy a lot on our team as a backup quarterback. I wanted him as a backup badly. I just don't think 
you let Trey Lance go already. It's just you you've you invested three picks. How many the, or you've already paid for one or two? One what? How many first round picks have, have already gone? Two, right? From Lance? Yeah. Yeah. Two. So so you're thinking Tennessee will give a first round pick back? I have to imagine. And that trade's basically just over. Yeah, it's not gonna be much more than that, but Tennessee needs a QB, clearly. I can't imagine there was nothing Malik Willis did in limited action this year that made me think, oh, he should have gone earlier. I was like, man, this guy should have been drafted. Like, that's, you know, it's not a good player. The Jets could do it. They clearly I think, Jets, need a QB. I think the Jets are going veteran. The Jets are maybe going to push for Brady. They should. Yeah. Hopefully. Please. <laughs> Maybe they'll trade for Tannehill. I don't know. But <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee has to rip the shit down. Tennessee's got to rip the shit down. Once they traded AJ Brown and the GM and <laughs> once they traded AJ Brown and the GM and Vrabel looked like they wanted to murder each other for it. I you knew it was pretty much done at that point. And then the GM got fired mid-year. So do you trade Derrick Henry? You can't trade running backs. What are you talking about? Trade Derek. Someone Henry. will take Derek. No, they won't. Are you Stop kidding that. me? Not, not a single. No. Stop it. N- Fuck no. You see what his contract? What, what are you mad with? About? Stop. No, your your value on running backs is ridiculous. It's what are you utterly, about? It's very simple. Very simple shit here. Derek Henry has played seven years in the NFL. Cool. Derek Henry is Derek Henry is twenty nine years of age. Derek Henry has dummy years coming up. His cap hit next year is $16.5 million. And a contender needs him for how many years? Two at most? He is 29 and has been missing games. Don't do it. If you trade a, if you trade a day one pick, you're a fucking moron. I think if you trade a day one pick, it's foolish. Depending on if it's Henry with additional capital. A one for Henry and like a three? Okay. Maybe. Maybe. But barely maybe. <laughs> This is not – you can get running backs. You don't need – if you're running the ball 25 times in the NFL with a running back, if you're running the ball 25 times with one back in this league right now, you're a losing team. That's nature of it. Look at the remainder of this league. McCaffrey's not getting more than 20 carries a game because they have Debo. Yeah, the but Eagles, they also – The Eagles them. give the ball to seven fucking people. <laughs> the Giants, the quarterback runs more than the running back. I know, it pisses me off. Keep going. Go down the list. <laughs> Buffalo doesn't have a running game. Kansas City, give me a fucking break. <laughs> Cincinnati, they they use Mixon a weirdly low amount. Even when that thinks that that's five. How many more do I have? Who's left? To the Giants, to the Eagles. To Dallas. Tony Pollard. Dallas, they split time and Pollard doesn't get 20. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do it. The good teams, look, Jacksonville doesn't do it at all. They put Jermichael Hasty in. It's like, we're going to run. No, you're not. He can't run. We know you're not running. Who else? Did I cover everybody? Yeah, it's all done. There's no team running a dude 20 to 25 times a game in the playoffs. The teams that were just eliminated, they didn't do it. The Chargers don't run Eckler. The Chargers don't run. The Vikings, the Vikings weirdly don't run Dalvin. Tampa, give me a break. And who the fuck else? Seattle? Seattle? Kenneth Walker got a lot of touches, but he got touches. He didn't always get the ball handed to him. 
Carries do not need to be that high. If you are leading the league in carries, I'm going to go look right now. Okay. NFL league leaders in carries. Your boy Jacobs is going to be number one. I'm, be, yeah. I, I believe he's number He is. No, he's is not. It Nick, is it Nick Chubb? No, it's still Henry, actually. Oh. <laughs> it is Henry 349, which, by the way, really good way to end his legs. Really good way. Here we go. Ready? Most carries this season. Total. Derrick Henry, 349. Josh Jacobs, 340. Nick Chubb, 302. Nobody else broke 300. And none of them made the playoffs. In fourth is Saquon. We call that an outlier. At 295. Then Najee. Najee. And then Dalvin. 264 is not especially high. It's pretty standard because as we go down, there are not that many running backs this year over 200. Pollard was at 193. Zeke was at 231, and he ran for 876. That's abysmal. (laughs) Dalvin, then Jamal fucking Williams at 262. Miles Sanders at 259. These aren't even bulk numbers. We're a hundred numbers, but we're a hundred carries below Derrick Henry. A hundred. Do you see the point here, Abteen? You don't need to run the ball three hundred fucking five. Now we got like you, you can't carry the ball this many times with one dude. They get hurt. How many games did Josh Jacobs miss this year? I think none. How many missed last year? Oh, like four or five. Uh huh. Nick Chubb missed a bunch last year. Derrick Henry missed like half a season a year ago. The reason is running backs are by far the most expendable position on an offense and defense. I'm not counting kickers and punters. That's a different story. They are the most expendable. The most expendable is long snapper, but the second most expendable is running backs. Long snappers matter. (laughs) They do. They do. But running backs don't. Miles Sanders is really good. He's quite good. But if I ran Kenny Gainwell, how many times did Miles run? 260 times. I bet you he breaks 1,000. Well, yeah, that's just Miles your broke. That's your offensive line more than anything. But you just made my point. It doesn't fucking matter who plays running back. Block for it. Okay, but it's see, all that matters. There's there's one there's one thing though that matters. If for I Ryan. put Derrick Henry behind the Houston Texans O line, how well you think that will? How how well you think that goes? Or hell, Cleveland gave up a ton of sacks this year. Or, we take, Nick, Chubb, Nick Chubb was third in rushing yards this year. What about it? he's very good? Yeah, put him behind Tampa. Put him behind Vegas. I mean he. Josh Jacobs was number one in rushing yards. I understand that. Okay. I understand that. No, like the offensive line is shit. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that there aren't some running backs that are better than other running backs. What I'm going to tell you is that unless he's one or two, it don't matter if you're three or 23. They're all the fucking same. I Evidenced think- by the fact that Cam Akers had a respectable season this year after missing five games. For, I think what matters the because most because he didn't feel like being there. I think what matters the most for running backs is uh, you say anything other than O line, you're wrong. No, I'm talking about specifically about the running back itself. Okay, the player, the running back is 
uh, yards what? after contact. That might be the angriest I've ever been on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for those that could. I went Stephen A. Smith at one point. I because I couldn't even get find the word. I like lost my syllables. I was just sitting here like, damn, that's crazy, yeah, right? <laughs> I, I, I listen. Yards after contact. I, I I I don't give a shit. I don't. You don't need to be a runner. That's the play extending though, John. No, stop it. The play extends when you get through the first line. If you get through the first level. Why do you get to the first level? Because your O-line is doing their job. At that point, you're getting four to five yards. You get four every yard, four every play, you score a touchdown. Okay, then how about breaking tackles? Because that's your O-line not doing No! I don't care! It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. If I set up the pass with the run, this is a passing league. This is a passing league. The only way... Running teams elitely established the run is with multiple threats running the football. New York, they got a quarterback doing it. Let's do it again. Derrick Henry is an outlier. Josh Jacobs and Nick Chubb, they ran the ball an, an, an inordinate amount of times. Saquon, he has Mr. Uh, DJ, Daniel Jones next to him. Najee Harris, a bad football team with an atrocious O-line and a QB that doesn't run that much. And yet, Tick him off. And yet, they were, what, over 500? <laughs> Dalvin Cook establishes okay. the run by also having Alexander Madison as a rotational option. Jamal Williams, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> but what I do understand is that Detroit's O-line is probably top half, and DeAndre Swift is, at least for the next six months, threatening. Next year, I don't know what to do about DeAndre Swift. For what it's worth, that's the running back I would trade for, if I were anybody. I would trade a four for him because he's not going to get much in a trade market and you can possibly replenish what he has. He has two more years in the rookie deal and then you can send him somewhere else. He's already showing exactly what Todd Gurley did, which is the, my legs aren't healthy, I mean, which is fine. Todd Gurley, Jay Ajayi, these guys, they, they, they're, they're so, they are a dime a dozen. And I don't mean to disrespect the position. I love running backs. Oh, I'm naming the episode running backs doesn't don't matter. <laughs> don't name it that. Okay. But what I'm saying is, as much as I enjoy running the football, and I really do, running backs can, to invest premium capital into a running back, I think is not the right play. I just, I don't think that's the right play. And it's and, and I have maybe 30 years of evidence that it's not the right play. It shows time and time again. What is the last team to win a Super Bowl with their primary focus being their number one running back? I bet you can't figure it out. Been a long time. Been a long time, hasn't it? Been a long time. Seattle, the first Super Bowl? Sort of their defense, mostly their defense. Well, I mean, the offense defense. was running back, sure, but Golden Tate scored a passing touchdown. So, what does that mean? <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> do we want to? My move point on? is, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rest my case there. My or point do you want to wax poetic about fullbacks now? <laughs> the fullbacks are, are, are extinct. I love, I love teams that can run the football. You have to be able to run the football to win. But you do not need the best running back in the NFL to establish the run. You do not need it. So, Miles Sanders today said he wants Howie Rosen to bring him back to Philly. 
you better be taking one hell of a pay cut. So let's let's look at the because the, the running back market is sick. It's a great market. It is a great market. Should the Giants? It is a terrible year to not be safe. It's a really bad year to not be Saquon Barkley. So, do you think the Giants should bring back Saquon Barkley? Then they should. Yeah, I think I need another dollar amount. Well, okay. Assume he gets the most. The Giants in a weird situation because they're not going to pay Daniel Jones QB one money. Mm -hmm. He's going to get paid. They're going to try something for two years that's weird. That they're going to get weird for a little bit. Um, yeah, I think they are and probably should sign Saquon because they're not spending it on anything else. And he's at this gonna, moment, he's going to get number one in, in the free agency market for running backs. You're okay no doubt that. about it. He's going to reset the market, and you're okay with that. You think if they I, should still do it? If I were a Giants fan, I wouldn't be thrilled. I would see the writing on the wall. Do I? If I were the Giants, would I do it? Looking at my whole roster, I've got a lot of money to spend this offseason. A lot of it. Right now, I mean, I don't have another obvious focal point in my offense. That's architecturally unsound. Yeah, I would have to do it. How much do the Giants actually have? Well, they haven't paid a quarterback yet. Yeah. They don't really pay anybody. So, I mean, who's their highest earning player? Uh, Leonard Williams. I barely remember he plays there. Well, he's making $18 this year. That so is Giants, way too much fucking money for him. <laughs> the Giants have $54 million in cap space right now. That's a ton. Yeah. Uh, that's what? DJ. DJ is looking at like I don't know what DJ is going to get paid. DJ is looking at thirty. Am I wrong? I I don't know. The, the, I my gut says thirty. I was gonna say thirty. Yeah. The problem is I don't know what the market's about to look like because I mean the market can completely change. It, it changes like crazy this off season because of Lamar and Hurts and all the other. But Daniel Jones is very different. <laughs> Because he's had three terrible years of football, mm-hmm. and then this year, where he still hasn't looked that good throwing, but he's a he's definitely a more competent football player now than he was. Mm-hmm. So, which by the way, <laughs> coaching it's amazing what that Brian does. Dable, coach of the year. <laughs> it's amazing what that does. <laughs> um, yeah, Dable absolutely should win coach of the year. Sirianni should get votes, but Dable should win it. So uh, let's actually think about this. So we both thirty million is the first thing we both thought of. Yeah. So. Which is twenty million less than what Jalen Hurts is probably going to get paid. True. So based off of like contract manipulation, his cap hit you could probably think would be probably like what twenty. Let me put it this way: uh, early on, maybe his first two years aren't going to hurt that bad. That's twenty. So you're at thirty-four. Saquon you're probably only get, you're probably only going to give him four years. So Saquon's going to be what fifteen million? You think? Okay. So, but what probably, was probably like seventeen. So what we're saying is the Giants are Fuck, gonna, it might end up being 20. Who so knows what, we're saying, what the Cap's going to do? What we're saying is the Giants are going to have 14 million-ish of cap space for other people that aren't Daniel Jones. Listen, they're going to backload the fuck out of Saquon. I don't know how much they're going to have this year. But what I do know is that financially, they're going to pay those two players probably commensurate to what other teams would pay a franchise quarterback getting top dollar. And also, they're going, they're going to have to save money for their draft class. The Giants don't have a cap space. It's going away. They'll they'll find a way. Let me let me look at Leonard Williams. Uh, I, I got all, it right here for you. First uh, of all, Leonard Williams. First of all, Leonard Williams will absolutely be restructured. There's no guarantees. You can cut. Him. There's you no can, guarantees left. The cut will have a cap savings of twelve million. His, his cap hit next year is thirty-two million dollars. Oh, I just saw that. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, Kenny my Galladay. goodness. Kenny Galladay will probably be cut, too. 
Adoree Jackson. Oh, well, so Galladay's very gone. Yeah, Adoree Jackson. Gall- Galladay is the most gone player I've ever seen. Uh, Adoree Jackson, I saw him pop up with a New York Giants injury report. I forgot they gave him like 12 a year. Yeah, he's probably gone. He's probably gone. I, I mean, Leonard Williams is a good player, but he's not He's not 32 million a season. I mean, he's about to turn, what, 29? He's going to get paid. That's going to be a fun one, actually. We're going to get traded, maybe, huh? No, no, not with that (laughs) cap. No. Send a a fifth-round pick with Leonard Williams. Leonard at a four for a seven. Like, that's not – no, I don't think that's going to happen. If they – if he's a post-6-1 release – they save 18, they eat a debt of 14, and then a debt of six next year. That's probably going to happen then. Yeah, the trades, I mean, you have to cut a deal. Nah, it's probably going to be a post-June 1. That's probably going to be a post-6-1. Uh, yeah. So uh, all I'm saying is the Giants, they don't have as much cast space as it appears. Do you still pay Saquon Barkley $20 million? Because if you just said Saquon 20, Daniel Jones 30. You know, what you, you, you know what you probably do. What? You tag him. You tag him? You tag him. Because the tag will be like 14. Yeah. You tag him while you figure out. Because the tag numbers aren't out yet. But you tag him while you figure out how to free up more. No. He'll he'll be a tag and sign. He'll sign before July. But but he'll be a tag and sign. Um, yeah, I, I don't... Uh, I don't doubt that. I think he'll be he'll be protected there. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to a different team. There's other games. Let's talk about the funniest game of the week. John. I was gonna say this this episode was not supposed to be a referendum on running backs, and yeah. yet here we are. The Chargers and the Jaguars played two games in one game uh, the last week. And Trevor Trevor Lawrence had the worst game of his career and then played the best game of his career. I'm not going to say he played the best game of his career in the second half. That was not a game he was supposed to win, my friend, and he did. I know, and I'm I'm more looking at the Chargers for that. (laughs) Uh, Listen, so Ebteen may not say it, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to say what Ebteen said. Oh, yeah, the joke that I made? I'll say it. I'll say it. It's not a joke you made. No, I will say it. You can say it's a joke. Go ahead. You didn't, okay. It's not a joke. You did not preface this as a joke at all. Do not hide as, from yourself. As we know, I am not a fan of Trevor Lawrence. He was not my favorite prospect in that draft. Uh, and I said, and what? Like, was it, was it before the second half began? Well, before the second half began. Okay. If the Jaguars find Sometime a way, in the second quarter. If the Jaguars find a way to win this game, I will apologize on air for my take on Trevor Lawrence. I'm waiting. Doug Peterson has a gun to the back of my head. (laughs) (laughs) Doug Peterson is the Messiah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I got got two things to say about that game. Please do. The first one is, I'm sorry, Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) The second one is, fuck you, Justin Herbert. If you threw that easy touchdown to Keenan Allen, I wouldn't have to apologize to Trevor Lawrence. Listen, <laughs> this is not, this is not any, and I appreciate you staying true to what you said. Yeah. Th- this is not a, listen, Trevor Lawrence is hardly perfect, but the man is making strides right now to show why, where, where the hype came from. The fact that and he didn't break down after that first. No. Kid uh, went to the locker room, came out and said, fuck it. Let's just ball. Yeah, good job, Doug Peterson. Yeah, good job, Doug. Good job, Trevor. 
And good job, Jacksonville defense, for keeping them to three more points total. Yeah, the Chargers botched the game, but you can't overlook the job Jacksonville did. Any – I've been saying it all year, and I'm going to say it probably until I'm red in the face, dead in the face, whatever. Any single team in the NFL, every single team in the NFL can beat each other. All of them can. All of them can win. All of them can lose. That's just facts. And that will be facts until uh, until they stop playing this amazing sport. That'll be facts. And, and that's the way it is. And I love that that's the way it is because then we get to watch competitive football as long as we all live, which is great. So there, there are two people that deserve blame here, right? And it's Brandon I mean, Staley. There, there's one I can think of. Well, okay. So did Joel, did Joel Lombardi get fired yet? Yes. Okay. By the way, Bill O'Brien, go for it. <laughs> it's a good fit for him. Yeah, it's a really good fit. Don't do it, but, like, go for it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it, but, like, it would be interesting. What a weird division it would be for Bill O'Brien to be in a division against uh, McDaniels. Right. Weird, right? That'd be weird. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Brandon Staley, Joe Lombardi. I mean, Herbert also deserves a little bit of the blame for that second half. This is half. the third time I've seen Joe Lombardi get fired. Yeah. Can we just ignore his last name and realize he's not that good a coach? Like, he's really not. He's related. Don't use that family tree anymore. It's not. The, Vince had six plays. Like, it's not like Vince would have coached well in this league. He He had six plays four of which I think were runs. <laughs> so let's just, just chill. He had a fullback in his playbook. Let's just, let's relax. But how did Brandon Staley escape? Like, how did he escape getting fired? He's owed $4 million a year for the next two and the span four of don't have that money. $4 million is nothing for a coach. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. What, what I do know is, I, and, and I'm, this might be unpopular, I don't think the coaching crop this rotation is that good i mean who's the number one candidate you think probably sean payton oh i'm sorry it's probably and sean how much payton. how much is he gonna take like what 20 million trillion like of a, dollars. in a mid first round pick trillions of dollars and if you want to if you want a coach that could give two shits about running backs <laughs> it's that guy <laughs> it's him he he will add all of them and use None of them properly. I still remember when Adrian Peterson went to the Saints for about six minutes. <laughs> and he didn't play him. Adrian Peterson, how many teams? Did Adrian Peterson played for five teams. Yeah. He was a Viking, Viking. Saint, Texan? Cardinal. Was he a Texan? No, he's not a Texan. He's no. a Cardinal. He was a uh he was on Washington mm-hmm. and he was a Lion. Wow, he was a lion. He was on five teams. I almost forgot about Detroit. I want to make sure I'm right on that because I'm sure he played for all of those. But I want to know if he played for anybody else because he's – when players like – I feel like in recent years, players that just kind of taper out and don't officially retire, like don't actually retire so we don't hear about them being done. Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he finally retired. Oh my gosh, I'm actually wrong. He played for more. Oh. Vikings, Saints, Cardinals, Washington, Detroit, and then I forgot about Tennessee and Seattle. Why was he on Seattle? I don't know. Let's see if he actually got game tape. Does he play play? 
Wow. Yes, he did. He played two, he played three games for Tennessee, 27 carries, 82 yards, and a score. And then for Seattle, he played one game, 11 carries for 16 and a score. 11 carries for 16 for those mathematicians at home, 1.5 <laughs> yards per carry. One. He got one yard per carry. Let's see what his long was that night. His long was seven. So outside oh of the seven, God. he had he carried ten for nine. Oh my God. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> his long was seven. That's that's bad. And then while he was he caught no passes, but for Tennessee he caught four passes for eight. One of them was a long of five, so he caught three additional for three. I do love doing the long. <laughs> you do the long, and you just wipe that out. You're like, oh, he was actually terrible. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it cuts his average down by 0.6 a carry. <laughs> uh, I can make the joke because the Eagles have a very dubious record in our franchise. The running back with the lowest yards per carry, having carried the ball at least 500 times in their career. His name is Michael Haddix. He had a 3.0 flat yards per carry. Worst running. It was like a, and he was a first round pick. He was like a top seven pick. Yeah, you should draft John Robinson, John. Fuck you. Yeah, Todd McShay, stop. I, you, I said this on the show already. Stop it. Retroactively, shut up. All right. Before anyway, we move on, before we move on from the Giants game, which is what we were talking about in this show. Yeah, running backs, man. They're <laughs> pissing me off. How many touchdowns does Boston Scott get next week, John? 17. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, nothing about this show is betting advice. But Boston Scott in his career against the Giants has over half of his career touchdowns. So book it. <laughs> book it. He, I don't know why, but it just happens. He is a giant killer. I forgot about it last time they played the Giants. Scott scored again. Like he just scored again. He got snaps that usually go to Kenny Gainwell. I think at this point he just sees the blue and it's like, put me in. I know what to do. <laughs> it's it's unstoppable. It is the dumbest shit. The guy got like no action this year, but he played the Giants. <laughs> I think he has two scores this year. They're both against the Giants. Like it's just not. It, it it is it is uncanny how often he scores against the New York Giants. I think for two touchdowns, it's a plus thirty four hundred. That is not that high considering how little how how generally less significant a player Boston Scott is a plus 3,400 for a double touchdown day is not that bad of bad. Got it. So that's what we'll be doing. Even Vegas, even Vegas is like, golly, why, (laughs) why does this happen? Yeah. If you buy a a $10 bet yields $340. If he scores twice, I think he's a plus 600 to score. So 10 yields 60. Which I gotta tell you, it's free sixty. Just do it. Just it's free money. <laughs> what other game? Do not we betting advice. Not betting advice. But are we might, but not betting advice. So, uh, what other game do we have? Because somehow the Chargers turned into Boston Scott Hour. So the the, the Chargers. Uh... Let's talk about a team that loves running backs. Loves them so much. Cleveland? No. Baltimore Ravens. Love them so much their quarterbacks won. Yeah. Anyways, Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, probably the most boring game this week. Lamar Jackson might be gone. Yeah. 
Like, I didn't want to talk about the game. Like, okay, the Bengals. Oh, no. Injuries. Where are the injuries? The O-line? <laughs> Where have I heard that before? Uh, you know, Jonah Williams, probably done. Ale- uh, Kappa, probably done. Lyle Collins, he's been done. Kappa and Collins are the two guys you brought in to fortify the O-line. They're gone now. Now, you said the Jets should probably look at a veteran, right? Probably. Not Lamar. What about Lamar? No. No, absolutely not. Why not? No, absolutely not. No, don't do that. (laughs) No. All right, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is... Gone. Okay, let's just let's just play with that scenario. Garrett, Garrett, Garrett William Garrett Wilson had such a good year, and I love the fact that we ranked him as WR one because we were right. <laughs> um, we were wrong about Traylon Burks, but let's just forget about that. Um, I has asthma. Who, nobody told us. <laughs> yeah, I did not know he had asthma. Nobody knew he had asthma. I'm sure um, he's going to turn out fine. Mm-hmm. The. Uh, <laughs> I don't no, not Lamar. No. You need can we So what what team should go for Lamar? How about that? Houston. I don't know. Houston. Don't Houston. Know. You literally just said you literally just said fuck it, Houston. Yeah, that's kind of what I did. Fuck it, the Texans. Like what about Nick Casario needs to save his job? <laughs> he, the Texans got penalized for tampering to get him, and now he's bad at his job. What a plot twist. <laughs> What about Atlanta? Because I've been thinking Atlanta in my head this like entire day. I like Atlanta as a pick, although Ritter didn't play that poorly. True. But do you really think Ritter will ever win an MVP or be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? No. Okay, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> but I don't think Lamar is going to win another one. Yeah, but do you think he'll be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? No. Ah, well then. No. Fuck it, Houston. No. Yeah, fuck it, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know what he's going to do. I, I really don't. At, at this point, I, I'm so perplexed. I'm so perplexed by what they could feasibly do with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. They're probably going to tag him. That's that's step one, is they're probably mm-hmm. going to tag him. And then the second thing they're going to have to do is trade him because I don't think he wants to be there anymore. I think he's annoyed, and uh, I, I get it. Uh, I don't care who was on Fox Sports that morning that said, "No, you should be playing. You should be out there with the teammates." No, pay. Was, wasn't that Mike Vick? Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised Mike Vick of all people said that. I'll be honest with you, because Mike Vick was injured more than anybody. Yeah, he just got paid twice, so he got two different hundred million dollar contracts. So, you know. In a similar way. So I, I hell, an identical way. Let's just call it what it is. An identical way. Uh you know, running for his life and throwing bullets that weren't the most accurate things in the world. So I uh, oh. Um I I don't know. I don't know if Houston has the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I was already making a joke for myself. I was just building it for myself. I was like, I don't know if Houston becomes a contender with Lamar. <laughs> uh, Houston is a long way off. Uh, Lamar needs Lamar needs to get paid. I don't yeah. care who by. And I don't know the extent of the knee injury. None of us do. But, but let's a GM. Yeah. The fact is Lamar has missed a third of the last two seasons. Who's GM, though? It matters this time around. 
All right, we'll do and two. You, and you know it matters. Yeah, we'll do two. We'll do a good GM. Go ahead. Bad GM. <laughs> give, me the, give, me, give me two teams. All right, well, two, I'm going to take a ball. Let me do Baltimore's GM, and then you'll give me two teams. No, okay, I'll give you. Okay, yeah, fine. Let's do that. Well, step one for Baltimore, tag. You must tag him. There, there's no way around that. Tag him. Now give me two teams. Jets? Well, you yeah. actually don't like the Jets already, so let's throw away the Jets. I don't want the Jets just because I don't want the Jets to be competitive. But <laughs> let's be real. I, I think the NFL is better when the Jets suck. <laughs> I'll be honest. With <laughs> I think the NFL is a better product when the Jets are bad. That's the meanest thing you have ever said to somebody. <laughs> you know what's funny? Well, I think the I think the NFL is a better product when the Giants are good, <laughs> and I think it's better when the Jets are bad. We need a we need a whipping boy, and Cleveland doesn't seem to want to behave. So <laughs> it's got to be the Jets. <laughs> Actually, why why am I even doing this? Let's look up the odds for Lamar Jackson's next team. All right, I go ahead. give you yeah the top two. Go ahead. I'll do the Jets right now while you do that. By the way, okay. the Jets the Jets are funny. If the Jets are one of the top two, give me two and three. Okay, the, the Jets, New York Jets are number one. Yeah. They're plus they're plus two fifty. Yeah. Who's number two? The Atlanta Falcons at plus three fifty. Number three. The Las Vegas Raiders at plus seven hundred fifty. Okay, so that's. That's not happening. Uh, Carolina, by the way, is also plus 750. Who is? Carolina. Okay. So I could see Carolina. I I guess I could see the Jets. I don't want the Jets to happen, but it could happen. I The reason I don't think the Jets are the fit is because I don't think the Jets are one QB away. I think they significantly believe they are. That's fine. So if if so if that's the exercise, and I'm going to be putting on the Joe Douglas hat, which is just so bald. <laughs> um, I yeah, all right, fuck it, the Texans. No, I'm kidding. Fuck <laughs> it, I'll, I'll just do it. I I mean, what do I give At the farm? I mean, I I have a bunch of ca- I have cap space. I I can probably afford him now while the team is not the team's you young. Know, it's team's very young. I'm and not, you probably need to send the the defensive tackle that's playing well in the trade anyways. Who's the defensive tackle's name again? Quentin Williams. Yeah, Quentin Williams. He wants a new contract this offseason, by the way. Yeah, if you do Lamar, that's gonna be hard to do. So you'll probably uh, send him back. He'll be somewhere else. Well, you could turn him into you can send him to Baltimore. <laughs> um Minimize one of those first round picks you have to give. Yeah, try and limit the amount of beef you're going to have to deal with. Baltimore goes back to being a crazy defense first team, and then they takes the they take the capital and get the next guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't make the trade yet because I don't. Trade's big. It's real big. We're talking Deshaun Watson big. Oh yeah. Because this guy doesn't have a million rap sheet issues. Yeah, and he's going to reset the market. He's going to break $50 million. Easy. And fully guaranteed. And probably fully guaranteed. He, he, he wants a full guarantee. The, the deal I would, I would cut, though, is it's fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Oh, my God. Fully guaranteed at the day of. You can't even, you can't even weasel your way out of that if you're the Jets. Scares the crap out of me. I'll be honest. I mean, I wouldn't give it to him. I mean, yeah, quite I, frank, I would not give it to him. 
I understand he's unbelievably talented. I don't think I would fully guarantee anything. It's just he hasn't been healthy for a full season. I would guarantee him. I, I guarantee half the contract, as a lot of these QB contracts happen. Hell, Mahomes isn't fully guaranteed. <laughs> I, I No, I'm modeled off Mahomes. I'm not modeling anything off the Deshaun Watson contract. I am not paying Lamar Jackson commensurate, because, commensurate with Watson just because the Browns are inept. Like, I'm not doing that. I, you know, the Browns are going to be that stupid, then I'm not going to, I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying the, the Browns made a bad decision tax. Um, so yeah, no, I'm passing on that. That's I'm, I'm passing on that. It's a hard pass. And one last thing for the Jets before we move on, I would argue that they should, for all intents and purposes, think they are one QB away because they almost made the playoffs with zero quality QBs. Sure. Baby. Anyway, what's our what's our last game? We're missing one. Oh, Buffalo Bills played the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> We're gonna basically skip this one. Yeah. The, the, the Bills, the Bills played way too close. And the Dolphins, I don't know what to make of the Dolphins. I really don't. They're gonna need a quarterback too. Yeah, not Tua, because Tua can't play. <laughs> if you Tua can't get more concussions than any other player, any normally. That is the company line, by the way, if you haven't paying attention. The company line is Tua is no more prone to more concussions than any other. The fact that you have to make that that uh, justification means that you have mismanaged one of your assets and you're an idiot. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what to say about Miami. What I do know is that they're in cap hell. <laughs> so uh, they got to find a way out from under Xavier Howard. They might need to find a way out from under uh, Byron Jones. Uh, in the, there is a very good corner that's probably going to hit the market. Oh, uh, it reminded me. There are rumors Jalen Ramsey is going to be available for a trade too. No shit. <laughs> he should have been. I, I've been outspoken on this <laughs> podcast before. I don't care that they want to ring. That contract is a fucking joke. I think it's the worst thing I've ever read. Uh, Cousins contract is awful, but God, that Jalen Ramsey contract is so ugly. (laughs) It is so ugly. And Ramsey had a bad year, a corner coming off a bad year, one year older with the worst contract in the NFL, man, that's what I want to grab. That's what I want to trade for. Premium capital. The Rams don't have any capital. The fact that Sean McVay stayed means one of two things. Either Sean McVay is a very prideful person or he's dumb. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I mostly jesting. But I, I, both, both are both of them aren't mutually exclusive. Yeah, they aren't. So, no, <laughs> I, I, McVay's got his work cut out for him. McVay and Leslie have the work cut out for him. And then Aaron Donald like changed his Twitter bio to be like, former... And not former, former, not former. Retire or don't. Shit or get off the pot and stop it. You know what you're doing. By the way, McVay fired multiple assistant coaches tonight. Good. <laughs> good. I think it was five of them. Yeah. Good. There should have been more. I don't think any of them were the OC and DC. Should have been. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, well. The, the, for, speaking on that term, Matt Canada's staying in Pittsburgh. They said it. They said he's staying. They're retaining him. So... Kenny Pickett's development goes nowhere. Yeah. If the Pittsburgh Steelers don't take an O-lineman in the first round, yeah. 
I'm going to jump from a high rise. <laughs> like I, I, I just, because at that point I won't understand. I, uh, uh, <laughs> goodbye cruel world. Like it just won't make any sense. No, John, they need a wide receiver. <laughs> well, they traded Clay, Chase Claypool. Mapletron. <laughs> I can't believe the bears traded pick 32 for that guy. I can't believe pick 32 became pick 31. <laughs> By the way, you're going to need to bleep out what I said, what I was going to do. What? You're going to need to bleep that out. I, don't, I didn't catch it. We'll mention it at the end. Okay. Um, I'll talk to you about it after. The uh, I, I don't even remember what game we're talking about. We've gone so off the cuff today, I don't even remember what the hell we're All right, let's move about. on to the games that will happen. <laughs> we don't have a fucking clue. Oh, yeah, Buffalo and Miami. Buffalo's good. Josh Allen's a little too reckless. <laughs> Josh Allen is the most reckless player in the National Football League. I have just awoken something in him. <laughs> he's Carson Wentz, but he's good. That's all he is. He's a good Carson Wentz. Is that it? That's all you want to say? I'm not going to say more. I've been I've been so angry in this episode. <laughs> I'm very I'm emotional. Going, I am naming this episode the running back episode. Don't do that. I am named. There will be a. I will do a running back episode of free agency. Fine, fine. Because when Saquon Barkley signs for thirty, I'm going to become unhinged. <laughs> Just when I see the contract, when Jerry Jones gives Tony Pollard the Zeke contract again, I'm going to be incorrigible <laughs> on this podcast. I cannot wait. They are going to think that they're. They are going to think that there is a hostage situation going on in my apartment because of all the yelling. It's going to be a very loud, angry episode. All right. That's the running back episode. I will figure something weird out for the title of this episode. (laughs) Do your best. Days of future past. We can't use that, but I won't. No, we can't. (laughs) Can't even kind of touch that. Anyway. San Francisco is playing Dallas in a yes. game that will make the NFL billions. <laughs> yeah, San Fran wins. Oh yeah. Um, Unless I, Brock I, Purdy loses the ability to not turn over the ball. Dallas, I, I I'm going to be as little homer as I can be. Okay. Dallas has been fine. Like they're they're not playing poorly. Dak has been very inconsistent, with the exception of the occasional interception, though. He's playing very good ball. Zeke is not. Tony Pollard is. Jason Peters should not be playing any snaps for the Cowboys, and he is. And that tells me that the Cowboys aren't really serious. Um, But, and I, I uh, Trayvon Diggs, head scratching, dude. Like, you really... I mean, I love it because I'm an Eagles fan, but like, I... wow. It really is Jalen Ramsey all over again, huh? The the general public believes Ramsey's a lot better. I know, but like the general public believes like the this corner is great, this corner is elite, and John's like, damn, this guy's trash. No, no, no. <laughs> I, Jalen Ram- I never thought Jalen Ramsey was trash. I, I thought his contract was trash. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs is Makes a lot of mental errors. I'll just leave it there. Okay. He makes a lot of mental mistakes, and they are very obvious. You do not need to be spin moving back into a tackle twice <laughs> in the same quarter. Just cut. It's not that hard. 
It's actually easier than pirouetting your way back to the other direction. You're wasting time. You're wasting land. You're wasting field space. You're wasting everything. Uh, and the only other thing I'm going to say on the Cowboys is I ignited the Cowboys fan base the other day by saying that Demarcus Lawrence is washed. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I said this on the tweets, so I'm gonna be very clear about it right now. I don't mean he's a done player at all. I mean he had six sacks this year, three in one game, and played every one of them. That's what I mean. What I mean is that Demarcus Lawrence is not quite eighty percent the player he used to be. What I mean is that Demarcus Lawrence is overpaid for the production, which he's been for about three years. Micah Parsons is a freak of nature, and he's the best defensive player in the NFL. I do not care about either Bosa. He he's the best player. He's the best defensive player in the NFL. I would go far enough to say I think he might be better than Aaron Donald was last year. That's how good I think Micah is. Demarcus Lawrence is not a worthy compliment. If anything, he's a very overpriced compliment. So, sorry. I've said this about Demarcus Ware. And then they cut him. And y'all got mad at me 10 years ago for that, too. Twitter was still in its infancy, but y'all were still mad. And I took that on the chin and watched you all hate that I was right. Sorry. Sorry your team is poorly built. Sorry your coach doesn't know how to do his job. Sorry your quarterback occasionally gets walleye vision and throws it to the other team. Sorry, your kicker just can't seem to find the ball straight. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck Dallas. Go birds. Eagles will play the Giants in the Boston Scott game. I reiterate, fuck Dallas. Go birds. <laughs> so I think we're both going to pick the Eagles. That's my whole analysis. I don't okay. have anything else. Uh, we're both yeah, going to pick the Eagles. I mean, let, let's be clear. New York is going to be competitive. Oh, I think Jaylen, it'll be a close game. Jalen's a full participant in practice. Lane Johnson's limited, but he looks fine. Brandon Graham missed today with an illness. We might be missing Avante Maddox. That's it. This whole, oh, the Eagles are banged up thing? Shut up. No, we're not. We're missing one dude. We're missing one guy. Is everybody in full health? No. But no team is in full health. Sorry. Sorry, your soundbite didn't work. This is the John episode. Oh, I'm on one. Yeah. I am fucking on one. Granted, I mean, I'm three wins from a Super Bowl ring. Okay. I got to win. I mean, it, right now I'm in – we did a podcast the last time we were in this type of a run. Mm-hmm. Eagles going to the divisional. And, I mean, since we've started this podcast, what have the Eagles done playoff-wise? Carson Wentz. They went twice, right? Yeah. Wentz played at Seattle, lost because Jadavian Clowney concussed him. And then, yeah, we put Josh McCown came in with a torn calf. Was it Wentz the second time, too? No, it was Hurts last year against Tampa and got smacked. Oh, yeah. Huh. So, in my, I think in the time we've had this podcast, I don't think the Eagles have been to the divisional. I think they've been the two wild card games. And that was it. Oh, okay. The year before that, we went to the divisional against the Saints and lost because Alshon Jeffrey just needed to hold on to a ball. And if he had, we'd probably win the game. But he hit it into the air and it was picked off. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I It's hard to not be confident. I'm not a fool. Could the Eagles lose to the Giants? For sure. Why not? Giants look competitive. They're playing their asses off. Dable's a very good coach. 
Giants could absolutely beat us. I don't think they will. They could, though. It will be sad. Let's move on to the AFC side. I, but I want to make one last thing clear. One oh, last thing. Bet on Boston Scott. <laughs> if, the, if the Eagles win, mm-hmm. first of all, it's the Giants have to come. Giants are like one of the Eagles' two primary rivals, the other one being the Cowboys. The Giants have to come to Philly. May God have mercy on your soul. But that pales in comparison to the Armageddon that will ensue if the Eagles play Dallas in the conference. If the Eagles lose that game against Dallas in Philadelphia, the city will burn to the ground. (laughs) It'll be gone. (laughs) The city will burn to the ground. And I joke, but I'm also dead serious. It, it would it would make the Eagles post Super Bowl celebration look like daycare. <laughs> it's not gonna be. It's not gonna. It's not gonna look good. It's not gonna be a great look for the city. The city is going to nationally look very bad. We're gonna set the fan base will set itself back about twenty five years, <laughs> and it will take thirty to get back to where we are right now. Because it'll be that five year waiting period where they're like, "Well, remember what happened?" It's like. Yeah, two hundred and seven dead. <laughs> like it's just, oh, it's not it's not gonna it's just not gonna go well. I don't think I don't. I, people should not be dying over this. Um, I, I I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm I'm nervous for that sitting. Uh, but one game at a time. I hope San Fran wins, mainly because in the event the Eagles and Cowboys win, and then the Eagles lose to Dallas, I just I don't know if it's gonna be a city to go back to. <laughs> So that that would be the single worst thing to have happen to watch Jerry Jones lift the George Halas trophy at the link on the field. Uh, it, it wouldn't go. It wouldn't go well. Uh, fans would stay, and they would not be able to show it on television. That's that's my suspicion. <laughs> Let's go to the AFC. <laughs> I'm not predicting next week yet. By the way, we're just predicting one week at a time. In the game that got canceled. But has returned. The Cincinnati Bengals will play the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, hopefully this time they're able to finish it. Uh, and I mean that sincerely, like the whole like, hopefully we, hopefully we don't have a replay of last time. Um, you know, hopefully everything, everything's just football and business as usual. Um, so let's. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be, I gotta be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> I don't think Buffalo has it in them. I hear you. And I if you pick Cincinnati, I can't disagree with you. I'm still picking Buffalo. Okay. Purely on the Bengalo line is once again decimated. And the Bills are the better head coach. It's and it's only it is only those two things. No, I'm I'm analyzing nothing else. Josh Allen has made so many boneheaded decisions this past like five weeks. I'm not overly confident if I'm the Bills fan right now. They did win though. They did beat Miami in a very weird game. I, I, I'm gonna pick Buffalo still. They're better on paper. The, I still think Josh Allen is better than Joe Burrow. I don't. I I can't argue it. I, I cannot argue it. At this point, I can't argue anything between Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and Herbert. You want to say any one of them is the best quarterback in the NFL? Go ahead. Mahomes is. That's fine. Make that point. And then Burrow. 
You could make the Burrow point. You can make the Herbert point. I think you make a point for all four of them. I think the weakest point is still Herbert. But I think you can make the strongest point on, on any of them. I really do. I think Herbert's got the best arm of the four of them. I think he's got the prettiest ball of all four of them. But Mahomes, I think, is the better, best all around. I think Josh Allen on his best day is double the player any of them are. But he hasn't had that best day in a while. You picking Cincinnati? I am picking Cincinnati. I'm also picking, picking the Natty because uh, after Stefan Diggs, Cincinnati doesn't really have a weapon, in my opinion. The more I Buffalo, look at it, Buffalo, you mean? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> if Stefan Diggs was on Cincinnati, it'd be done. <laughs> there was a TikTok I saw of not a sponsor. There was a TikTok I saw of um, somebody was talking, made the comment. Uh, Gabe Davis is not a top 50 wide receiver in the NFL. And when you say that, you're like, that's crazy. But he named 50, and I could not argue 47 of them. They don't have a wide receiver, too. They kind of don't. And Gabe Davis is going to get that Christian Kirk contract in a year, which is oh, funny. Yeah. But right now, I, I I understand that point. I If you think about it, there actually might be 40 to 50 wide receivers, obviously better than Gabe Davis. I mean, think about it. Philly and Miami have two of them. I mean, there's a lot of – Cincinnati's got at least two. Mm-hmm. Who knows? There's another one on Buffalo better than him, and that's just – that's three teams, seven guys already. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to probably the least interesting game of the week. Yeah, last but game. still might have an upset. We I'm got not, a storyline. Yeah, I'm not picking Doug, the upset. <laughs> yeah, Doug, Peter, Doug Peterson, Andy Reid, Kansas City. Kansas City will play the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jaguars' season will end that night. I'm not thrilled about it. It's probably just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, I, I it, You'd be a fool to pick against Kansas City. Jacksonville could win. There is, It's a game. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, it's a blowout. It's not. I think the most lopsided game of the week is Philly and New York, and I think that's a competitive game. I think every game left is competitive. That's what's great about this NFL right now. I think every game left – will be decided by less than one possession. Could be. Definitely. Again, I think the the one that's the most likely to not be, I think it's Philly and New York. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's really it. The rest of the way, no matter who plays each other next week, it's going to be a good game. The Super Bowl is guaranteed to be competitive. That's the beauty of this playoff situation. There's no question the Super Bowl will be between two teams on paper that will be competitive. So what's your dream Super Bowl? Then we're done. Philadelphia. Yeah, and who do you want to play against? Oh, if I were the Eagles, who would I want to play for the best chance to win? Yeah. Jacksonville. Okay. <laughs> no, throw, throw Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Cincy, right? Yeah, because I can destroy their O-line. Yeah, yeah and then Darius Slay can cover Jamar Chase. Or Bradbury, one or the other. Slay's been off the past like few weeks. He's not played well. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. He hasn't played well. I'm rooting for Cincinnati in the AFC. I'm rooting for the Eagles in the NFC. <laughs> Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> Guys, that's all. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, enjoy the games. Bye-bye.